No. What's your least favorite scary movie? I know this looks bad, but they gave me inferior tools. <laughs> Welcome to What's Your Least Favorite Scary Movie Podcast, the podcast where we talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and the absurd in all of our favorite and least favorite scary movies. Because we believe every horror movie rightfully has its fan base. Even if we don't always get it. My name is Travis. My name is Jesse. And today, for a little pre-Halloween treat, an appetizer, and a moose-bouche, if you will. Fun size? Oh, yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, we're, we're doing... A live, uncut, and mostly undrawn episode for you all today. Mm -hmm. um, because if you were around last year, then you may remember me getting sick <laughs> just in time for our Halloween episode. And it appears that um, that's just going to be a fun little tradition. Yep. Thankfully, it's not COVID this time, but my inferior respiratory system is here to doom us all. Um, and, you know, e even not around Halloween time, you all have probably gotten familiar with the clicking of cough drops in my mouth and us <laughs> having to edit away various coughing fits. Um, if you are not new, consider this an, an initiation of sorts. Yeah. Hello. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> so anyway, the gist of it is because of Scarefest and then me not having a voice for mm, about two and a half days afterwards, yep. we haven't been able to record until mm, Wednesday night. Yep. So here we are. Where we're, we're uh, fuck it, we'll do it live. Yeah, that's where we're at. And you know what? It's fine. We're ready for it. We're gonna have fun with it. And this isn't even gonna be your last episode this month. You know why? Because we haven't done a ta 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 movie. And you know what? Doing all those to bees or not to bees has us a little bit trained to make this a somewhat mm -hmm. smooth process. Yeah, I we've hope. gotten gotten pretty good at it. Yeah. Also, I might be a little loopy from all the meds I'm on, so that's Ooh, always a fun time. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know that's just that's where we're at with it today we're gonna have fun we're grateful for you all to be here and also if you're a budget tier patron you will be getting your bonus episode sometime before the end of the month yes we're almost done with season two of scream queens yes so that is what we're going to be covering if we have to binge it this weekend we will we are going to get that out this you week you say that like it's going to be a chore well it's not a chore i'm just it, saying if we we're... get to binge it i think you mean <laughs> okay sure all right yeah <laughs> i'll be glad to binge it I can't yeah, wait. You will. I can't fucking wait. Thank yeah. you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, so yeah, I guess that's kind of our announcement. Um, unfortunately, again, <laughs> cough. Uh, we have no poll this week because we have been like crazy busy, like she already said. So yeah, um, it's, we're looking forward to just relaxing for a little bit. However, um, we'll also cover our, we'll recap Scarefest next week on our regular episode yeah uh but we do you want to go ahead and do our mini reviews of the movies <laughs> yes we can at least do that much we can talk about the spooky movies we have watched as part of our scream screen scream screen that's right <laughs> all right so we left you guys off with motel hell i believe right no no that's choose or we... die uh, that's right. We, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> well, Motel Hell was after we recorded that Sunday. So, yeah, Mo Motel Hell. That's uh, that's what I picked on that Sunday. Um, you know, I liked it a lot less that time around. It <laughs> felt a lot more slow than it did the first time around. But that's because I think we were working on our pieces puzzle during yeah. that first watch, and we yeah, were also we were tweeting like along a, yeah. with other people. 
But uh, no, it's, like actually sitting down and watching it this time, I was like, wow, this is uh, not a lot is happening. It's a group movie, I'd yeah. say. Um, also, I'm very sensitive to gagging sounds, and unfortunately, the little heads in the ground sound a lot like that. And yeah. Travis, for some reason, despite having been with me for 12 years, forgot I was sensitive to those sounds and well, started doing them. No, it's not even gagging sounds. Like I, I, I wasn't doing the throwing up sound. It's like a... It's like a zombie-esque type sound. No. It's a little bit more guttural, but it's very much like it's a zombie very, type sound. There is a liquid and viscera in my throat kind of sound. Mm, maybe. Mm, that's that type of zombie, I guess. I don't know. It's just... it's Okay. Anyway. All right. So that was that movie. Next day yes. was uh, Jessie. She just went ahead and did a new pick anyways. I just wanted to. I just wanted to go ahead and get that out there. And you know what? I, it's because it was finally out on streaming. I'd been looking forward to it for so mm-hmm. long. And that would be Slother House. Yeah, Swather House. And uh, let me just tell you, I probably am going to want to cover that on the main show at some point because it's yeah. everything I wanted it to be. It's stupid fun. It's The na- the name of it is Swather House, so you read that title, you know exactly what you should be getting. If you if expect you're... anything super serious and like amazing objectively, you're not going to... Oh, I'd say it's objectively amazing. Is it, like, if, okay, they, they <laughs> succeeded in their goal in making like a silly looking movie. It's a silly I've, movie. I'm going to buy the alpha Greek letter shirt, mm-hmm. and I've also already saved half the soundtrack. So. Have you really? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so the next day was my pick. It was a new pick. So I chose The Hills Run Red, which um, it's a decent little slasher. It's a mid-late 2000s slasher. Uh, super great premise. Super okay execution. It's one of those that if we covered it on Tubi, I would probably say that I'm not mad at it. I'm just disappointed because mm. I feel like the premise had a lot of promise there, but it, it, it fumbled a little bit. The killer, too. I, I think the killer had great potential, but yeah. I don't know. They, yeah, It's just wasted opportunity, honestly. Uh, next up, Jesse's new pick. We watched The Meg. The Meg. That's right. I just I wanted some big old sharky boys. Big old sharky boys. Tally was all on board because she started playing with her big old sharky boy during that. And I also didn't know that Jason Statham was Australian. You didn't know that? I did not know that. Mm. And then I realized I I don't think I've ever actually watched a movie with Jason Statham in it before. You didn't realize that that was Jason Statham whenever we first started. I was like, hey, that guy looks familiar. And so I looked it up and I was like, oh, it's Jason Statham. Yeah. Jason's motherfucking Statham out there fighting sharks now. He's he's fought all the normal people. Now he's like, give me big sharks, megalodons. Yeah, they were like, okay, we'll get you a big shark. And he goes, nah, nah, nah. get me a megalodon. Oh, my God, Jesse, that was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was pretty okay. It's okay. My voice is cracking a little bit. I'm going through the change. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Next up, it was the Thursday leading into... (laughs) Scarefest, and uh, in preparation for that, we wanted to watch Terrifier 2, so it was a neutral pick. Mm, our thoughts are very much available. We have a whole episode dedicated to it, so if you want to hear us talk about it, go listen to that one. We have been featured on both Damien Leone and Lauren Levere's Instagram Damien Leone. Damien Leone. We learned um, that his last name is pronounced Leone because <laughs> we met him in person finally. So, uh, yeah, it was nice. They're super, super cool people. Yeah. They're so amazing. I loved meeting them. Love that movie. And it's the so mom. Good. My favorite stressed out mom in horror. Yeah, and she knows it now, too. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse got to ask her a question during her panel. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they you know, they loved it. Yeah. 
She's got a nice little cheer from the crowd. Yeah, so, mashed yeah. potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Uh, next up, we were playing catch up after Scarefest weekend. So mm-hmm. Jesse and I were both feeling like junk horror movies that are, you know, just fun. So uh, the next two movies are Final Destination 2 and Final Destination 5. We yep. watched them back to back. And you know what I did? What? Uh, yesterday. What? I watched Final Destination 4. Did you really? Yeah. Ah, you know what happened? Okay, so I got uh, I was late coming home today because I got stuck in a wreck on the road, and I looked at my odometer, and it was the 180th mile after that. I was like, what the fuck? And it was a bad wreck, too. It's fucked up. Everybody mm-hmm. seemed okay. Well, maybe not. I don't know. There were like two ambulances, <laughs> but like... I saw a but guy. You know, everybody not in the ambulance. I saw okay. a guy throwing his jacket like he was very frustrated. <laughs> so the, everybody not in the ambulance and not throwing their jacket was okay. Well, if you're if, after all of that, if you're just over there on the side of the road throwing your jacket, I think you're okay. I think like you've made it out the best out of everybody else there. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I thought that that was a weird coincidence. And finally, uh, my new pick was the dentist two which was on the 22nd. Uh, that was a lot of fun. If you like The Dentist, you'll like this one. It has, I think, probably more fucked up tooth horror, like drama. I think it, honestly, I think I might like it better than the first one. Really? Yeah. It was. I liked it a lot. But it's um, Brian Yesna, so. Yeah. So was the first one. Is it? Yeah, the whole series is him. Yeah. This feels more Brian Yesna than the first one did. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Clint I, Howard returns. How did I not know that? I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. You were surprised that this one was Yuzna, so I guess I don't know. The Yuzna will surprise you. You you'll find it out there that he directed a movie and be like, "Well, well, damn, that's Brian Yuzna," and it explains everything. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, the last new movie was Jesse's pick, which was No Exit. Yeah, that's a Hulu original. It came out last year, mm-hmm. and uh, we just never got around to watching it. And I was like, oh, I'd like to really watch that. And we did, and again, that's another movie that I think I would really like to just cover in full on the podcast because yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I have a lot of thoughts of still processing it. <laughs> it was pretty good. It was pretty tight. Um, felt more like a thriller, but you know, like it's definitely under that horror. There's some horrifying shit going on there. Yeah. So yeah, I I did like it. I enjoyed it. It's a good, good little movie. And it really did reinforce my I don't know what age kids are. Oh yeah, dude. Whenever she kept saying she's a she's a real little, like maybe like, eight or nine, and I was like, "That's a teenager." Yeah, I was like, <laughs> "She could be like maybe about to go to college." I don't know. And then I saw her like speak, and I was yeah. like, "Oh no, that kid is like okay. third grade, maybe." I don't know. Still single digits. But, yeah, no, it's yeah. I, we're terrible judges for stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's our movies for okay. Scream Screen. So hey. we will cap it all off next week with. Uh, our normal episode that we do in November. Maybe, depending on when we record, because... We, we could go, do it on Tubi, yeah. I guess, if we wanted to. No, because Halloween is on a Tuesday night, homie. Yeah. And we'll probably be recording next week's episode over the weekend. We have the same lineup every Halloween night. We know exactly what we're going to be watching. Yeah, but we don't know what we're going to watch October 30th. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, maybe. We'll figure it out. You'll hear it. Yeah. We'll, we'll get it out there. But today, we're going to be talking about another Halloween movie. We're talking about Funhouse Massacre. Yes, we are. So now it is time. Speaking of Clint Howard. Speaking of Clint Howard, he is in this, and that was a pleasant surprise. Was not expecting that. That was was who I chose my opening quote from. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He said that beautiful line, and I was like, that beautiful man is getting a beautiful homage from me at the beginning of this episode. (laughs) Fucking love that boy. 
okay, so the Funhouse Massacre. This released November 13th, 2015. Okay. We watched it on Peacock, but you can watch it almost anywhere as of October 25th, 2023. You got Peacock, you got Roku, you got Tubi, Screenbox, Shout TV, Plex, and Freebie. Bada, 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 bing. Boom. Every single one of them. Written by Ben Begley, who did the screenplay and story. And also Renee Dorian, who did the story and characters. Isn't Ben Begley the cop? Yes, one okay. of them. Yes. Uh, and also Renee Dorian is Laurie in this oh, movie. Yeah. Okay. So they both acted in it. Directed by Andy Palmer, music by Chad Raman, and special effects makeup by Robert Kurtzman, which. That's like a name. That dude has done yeah. a lot of serious Holy stuff. Shit. Yeah, like I saw like one of the biggest movies he's done recently was like Doctor Sleep, I think. Yeah. But yeah, no. They got like a good Yeah. They got a good cast and they got like a good makeup artist right there and yeah. honestly, I think that they had like a pretty nice little crew here. Yeah. All right, time for the cast. We uh-huh. have Matt Angel playing Morgan, Renee Dorian playing Lori, Chasty Ballesterios playing Christina. Sterling Soliman as Jason, Ben Begley as Deputy Doyle, Scotty Thompson as Sheriff Kate, Jer Burns as Mental Manny, Clint Howard as the Taxidermist, Candace Deviser as Dollface, Mars Kane as Rocco the Clown, Sebastian Seagal as Dr. Suave, E.E. E. Bell as Animal the Cannibal, and Robert England as Warden Kane. Okay. All right, Jesse, time to play our favorite game. Budget, budget or, or budget. Sorry, I don't have to match your volume. Shut up. <laughs> uh, what do you think? <laughs> um, I'm going to say bug Ted, but like high bug Ted. All right. Well, I don't have that information that's not made available. Oh, well, then so. that's low bug Ted. <laughs> yeah. Well, usually sometimes high bug Ted's are up there, but I think with the crew and everybody they have here, I think that they had to have a little bit of money. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's Robert England and Robert Kurtzman. The Clint Roberts, Howard, if you will, and Clint Howard. I mean, Clint Howard's not like high dollar, but like, yeah, like he's a st- name. He's a name. Yeah. yeah. Mental Manny, Jer Burns. Oh, yeah. He's like his face recognizable. He is like uh, Jesse Pinkman's uh, counselor, his uh, rehab therapist in Breaking Bad. He's got very sinister eyebrows. Yeah. Like the way his face is is very, very sinister. Yeah. yeah. Uh, don't have gross. Don't have box office. Don't have any of that. Okay. But I do have our IMDb score. And? It is a 5.2. Okay. Which, not too bad. Pretty solid. All right. So I picked out three movies from 2015. Okay. Two of them very fitting-ish. Uh, Third one, yeah, I, I just threw it in for fun. But the first one is All Hallows Eve 2. Oh. <laughs> which came out October 6, 2015. Um, that is like the sequel to Damien Leone's All Hallows Eve, but, uh, you know. I consider Terrifier the sequel to All Hallows Eve. But... That's what he made the first one for, and then they're like, well, let's just cash in because people kind of like that one. And then it's like, well, people kind of like that one because of art and this one doesn't yeah. have art so yeah he uh, he i took the path less traveled by yeah. you know mm-hmm. i have not seen this one um i've not heard great things about it but you know i'll try anything once i'd, I'd give it a shot at least 
That released October 6, 2015. No budget information, no box office information, but it has an IMDb of 4.7. Okay. All right. Next up is one that we have seen. It's Tales of Halloween. Okay. Do you remember that one? That's the one where they, it's got like... um. The stories kind of lead into one another, right? I think so. It's a bunch of anthologies. Yeah. yeah. I remember we actually rented that like as soon as it became available that year. Uh, so we watched it on if, the release. If it's the one I'm thinking of, then I really liked it. It was pretty solid. Um, there was, you know, like any anthology, some duds in there. And there was some decent ones. But, you know, overall, I'd say it's a decent anthology movie. Also, I can't pause until Talia to stop barking. So she you guys might have we're, to we're hear her with it. a little bit yep. more here right now. I'm sorry about that. Um so all right. Then Worldwide uh, I don't have a budget. Okay. No box office. Well no I do have box office. Four hundred and sixteen thousand. Okay. So yeah, not too bad. Especially since I don't really think it went to theaters. I think it was mostly yeah. streaming uh, IMDb of 5.5. Okay. All right. And the third and final movie is one of our favorites here in this house. Dude Bro Party Massacre 3. Oh, man. Yeah. Fucking love that movie. If you guys have not seen that movie, Absolutely go watch it. watch it. You know, actually, this is fitting because it's another massacre. Massacre. Yeah, we got Funhouse Massacre. This is Dude Bro Party Massacre. Uh, There's not a one and two. If that deters you, this is the one and only in the... The whole series. I so. told my coworker, you absolutely have to watch this. And she said, do I have to watch Dude Bro Party Massacre 1 and 2? And I said, well, the good news is those don't exist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's part of the whole thing. <laughs> Bag of oranges. Y- y'all just 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 watch it. Yeah. Just watch it. It's got That's Greg all Sestero. I can say about it. Sestero? Yeah. Sestero. Sestero. I don't know how to say his name right. Uh, okay. So that released July 7th, 2015. Budget of $400,000. Don't have a gross, but it has an IMDb score of 6 out of 10. Good for them. Yeah. You know, pretty solid. I think I'm glad that people seem to like that movie. All right. Then we're going... We're going rogue for the rest of this, y'all. We're yeah. we're just going straight off of IMDb. Well, that's okay because this right here is just taglines. And there's yeah. only one tagline. Well, and I'm just I'm letting you all know that our uh, fun facts are going to be off of IMDb, which I think is going to be a fun. Bit different. So, and take them with a grain of salt because IMDb not always 100% verified. It can just be random shit thrown on there. So, grain of salt, but you know what? We're going to dive into them here in a second. But the one tagline that we have, murder is all part of the show. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, it fits in. Well enough, I guess. Mm, you could have a lot more fun with that if you wanted to. Jesse's taking a puff of her inhaler if you hear that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that good, good. <laughs> that good, good. Uh, so, yeah. All right. I think that's actually, you know, the more I think about it, the more I hate it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't like that one at all. Okay. Uh, okay, so let's do trivia. All oh, right. Oh, my God. My notification likes to give me little inspirational quotes, and it says, don't forget to breathe. Oh, that's cool. I like that. (laughs) All right. Right with my inhaler. (laughs) So fun facts. Trivia. So first off, I know that this is true because I saw this. Uh, This was filmed at Land of Illusion Haunted Screen Park outside of Middletown, Ohio. So it was actually, Mm -hmm. and that's like, you see the, that sign in the movie too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I uh, mean, they they fully refer to it as land of illusion. Yeah, like throughout the whole thing. So exactly. Uh, all right. Ward of Illusion Funhouse is actually named after Clive Barker's book and movie Ward of Illusions, which came out in 1995. Lord of Illusion or Land of Illusion? Lord of Illusions. Unless okay. they type this in wrong. Because but... it's Land of Illusion in the movie. Okay. Well, this is book and a movie. I don't know. Okay. You know, take your pick, whichever one you want. Uh, at the beginning of the film, Dahmer, Bundy, and Gacy are mentioned. This is just before the film psychopaths are introduced as the cannibal, the lady killer, and the clown. Jeffrey Dahmer was a cannibal. Ted Bundy killed a woman, or killed a woman, killed women. Killed, killed a, a woman, and then another, and then another, and then another. Yeah. This kind of thing. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> and John Wayne and Gacy used to enjoy dressing as a clown. Yep, yep. Everybody knows about that. Um, Ted Bundy killed a woman. Yeah, I, <laughs> it's not funny, but it's just the way that, like, you know, like the most <laughs> notorious serial killer in like all of the United States, he killed a woman. Maybe I don't know. He's like the most notorious, but he might have done it. He might not have. Who knows? Uh, one of the notes at the motel crime scene reads, "The cake is a lie." It's a reference to the video oh. game Portal. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. Everybody loved to say that back in the day. The role of towering guard standing at six, six and a half was played by former U.S. Marine William DeBoard. Okay. I don't remember towering guard. The role of dollface was offered to Renee Harbeck, but due to filming conflicts, she could not accept the role. Okay. I don't know who that is. Uh, one of the carnival employees running a game stand in the background when Mikey and Randall are eating dipping dots was actually there as a guest of Mikey's stunt double. Oh. Yeah, I guess that's what you get whenever you want, you know, extras. You just pull people from, like, the set. I have a fun fact about dipping dots. What's that? The original factory was in Paducah, Kentucky. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it is from Kentucky. Uh... Okay. Well, the other thing here is basically like, did you know that Dollface mi- name is Miss Quinn is a reference to Harley Quinn, the girl that dresses like a clown in Batman? Like, yeah, that's not even her name. That's, that's not... the reporter's name whose identity she like kind of took to get into the asylum. Yeah, but I could see that that's what they were going for because you know, yeah, she's I mean, like a clown. it was a pretty obvious reference. Uh, just before Dennis is killed, Mental Manny calls him Pinocchio. This could be a reference to Courtney Gaines' character in The Burbs, where Bruce Stern calls him Pinocchio. I mean, this is one of those movies that has like a ton of homages to other movies, some more subtle than others. Yeah. Like Animal the Cannibal. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's it's whatever. right up there with Herderer the Murderer. Herderer the Murderer. <laughs> I wish I was a character in this. <laughs> All right, that's it for the fun facts in there. Right, Those right, are kind of lame. They're, I mean, they were believable enough. Um, not yeah. our usual level of background information. Sorry, folks. Well, uh, I mean, it's like a it's a low budget movie. Yeah. There could be something out there. There is a Scream Factory release. I think it's like produced by them, honestly, because they're like in the production. Uh, like uh, one of the logos when you start the movie, even on streaming. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, I'm sure that they have something there. Well, neither of us picked this movie. This yeah. was actually our Patreon pick. Um, so this is a first watch for both of us. It's Halloween themed. We thought it would be a good time just based off of the description. It's been on our two watch list for a while. So yeah. with that, should we hop into the good, bad, ugly, and absurd? Let's just do it. All right. All right. Um, all right. I'll start off. Okay. All right, so the good that I had for this is 
I really enjoyed the character intros that we got at the beginning of the movie. Oh, man, that was on my list, too. Yeah, I liked how it set everybody up. So you get, like, every serial killer, we're introduced to all of the killers in the movie, and we get their thing and, like, a little snippet of, like, shit that they used to do. And it was really cool. It was a good way for us to get to know them. Uh, just speaking of that, I thought that the characters in this movie in general were really fun. I like the cast of crew like that we follow, like the normal people from the restaurant that go to the funhouse. I like all the killers in the movie. Um, I, I don't know. I, I thought that they did a good job coming up with those. Um, and... Uh, oh. Um, cover all the kills. I, I wrote something. We wrote. We watched this many days ago, but I wrote this. Uh, cover all the kills. In parentheses, killer food pyramid. Oh, because it like has like every type of kill from like all kinds of different movies in it. So I was like, that's the killer food pyramid. Because it's like you got your like uh, your sweets up there with like you know junk food or like slasher shit, and then you got like I don't know cannibal shit. You get the taxidermist, cult leader. Yeah, exactly. You got the dentist dude, uh, the clowns. You know, you got a little bit of everything here. Your little killer food, <laughs> your killer food pyramid. All right, next time you have a little bit of free time to do a drawing, I want you to draw out the killer food pyramid. Okay, please. I can I can do that. Yeah, yeah. All right, that was my good. Okay, I agree. I love the killer entrances. I I love a little biography moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the way they did it, it felt organic enough to the movie, and I like that we get kind of. I kind of don't mind a little like simple backdrop for stuff like that. Mm-hmm, yeah. Where it like is just kind of like oh, like a highlight on a stage. Exactly. Type That's yeah. how it feels. It feels like a stage play. Almost. I like that a lot too. I yeah. think it's kind of cool. It's like ambiguous and it just really puts you in the moment of like, this is what they do. That's really all you need to know. Um, I love the the cook who's dressed as machete getting really into dude i love that guy so much so fucking into it he's so funny i like this character a lot um (laughs) and i also i really fucking even though it makes no sense with the way it was created i fucking love rocco's mask god god it was okay i don't there's something about it that i didn't like it's uncanny in a way that i love it but when you remember the fact that it's supposed to have been torn off of another human's face i'm like it probably wouldn't fit him quite like that but i don't even care it was like i like the i like the design of it yeah it was like too big for him. you know what i mean but you know it was okay it wasn't it wasn't terrible i've seen worse for sure uh, all right, is that you're good? Yeah. All right, bad. Um, I thought that there were mostly in the beginning, um, the sound mixing kind of got bad. Like, I could barely hear the dialogue over the music at times. And, you know, I think that that's, I don't know, that, that's one of my pet peeves when watching a movie. Like, whenever they just, like, I can't hear what's being said because they are, they're blasting music, like, that's not the most important thing that's going on in a movie here. Like, I need to know what the fuck's being said. Um, other than that, um, eh, I don't know. I thought I, I liked Dollface's clown getup, but I I feel like Rocco the clown could have been 
I prefer calling her Stitch Face. I was calling her Stitch Face the entire time too. Yeah. I prefer Stitch Face. To I do face. too. That's I'm I'm that's what I'm gonna refer to yeah. her as because she stitches the faces. Exactly. That's her it's whole a, thing. Yeah. It's like her thing, and it's kind of rude to call her doll. It's you know what I'm I'm just gonna say it's kind of misogynistic that they call her doll face. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the patriarchy at work for you folks. That, well, I mean, did you see the guy that was running this thing? <laughs> women he's like best friends with tom Atkins. Yeah, he's like women am i right throw a match on it bucko <laughs> <laughs> um another thing i guess they build and i understand why robert england's super high on this thing like he's like his text is probably bigger than the actual logo like for the movie which are you more annoyed about them billing robert england for this movie or oh my or god die? it happened again <laughs> no Probably more choose or die because like he's like, hey, I'm Robert England. Isn't this shit weird? Choose or die. <laughs> All right. It's like, okay, whatever. Like you could have had a lot of fun with this one, Robert. This one right here, at least he has like a role. Like he, they just yeah. kill him off like right yeah, away. Yeah, they kill him pretty early on. You know, and I get it. He's probably too expensive, you know? <laughs> like, you know, I understand. But at the same time, you put him there. I'm going to want a little bit more of him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What about you? Uh, so, I liked that we got really strong character introductions for the killers. We got really strong character introductions for the sheriff and deputy. And we started to get really strong introductions for the kids working at the diner. But I feel like it kind of flopped a little bit. I did not know all of their names. Yeah. Um, And that was kind of frustrating to me because I liked, you know, I liked, we got like the little v- highlights of each of them. Um, oh, each of the killers, and then when we see the sheriff and deputy, we're seeing like their dynamics right away, and it's honestly like a really funny scene. Um, because the deputy, they were really funny. yeah, because the deputy is like all over the crime scene, and she's like, "Okay, you just fucked up ten different ways." Yeah. Um, <laughs> I liked his like whole thing of going in there and just picking everything up and yeah. just acting it out like right on the scene. Like, all right, yeah, like, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then we get like a strong start with Morgan like planning, like talking to himself how he can ask out Lori and we hear um, the two, see, I don't even know their names off the top of my head, mm. um, the two people in there going at it and uh, it's kind of yeah. like a funny moment where like she's saying stuff that could be in response to him. I see, okay, I agree. I didn't get to know him well. I wrote him as hero the entire time because that's what he said his costume was. And then her, I finally, towards the end of the movie, learned that it was Christina. Yeah. yeah. I Like, I was writing various things mm-hmm. um, yeah. for them. I was mostly referring to all of them by their costumes. Uh, so that was a little bit like, you know, we, we want to, it, it really kind of reinforced the whole cannon fodder idea. Yeah, yeah. Of how teens are in movies like this. Um, I don't know. Just give us a little. Let us care about these characters as much as the others. Yeah. Okay. I get you. All right. Ugly. Um. It's not necessarily ugly, but man, if you hate, uh, there's some cringy moments with Morgan there. So if you don't like cringe, you're gonna get some cringy stuff with him and his whole relationship stuff. Uh, Like I feel like I'm rooting for him the entire time. I'm like, do just fucking like do something. Like I don't know. It's good because I guess that's what they want you to do. But like, if you if that stuff gets you, there's like I don't know, there's like romance shit thrown in there, you know? Yeah, yeah. I liked it. I thought it was fine, but you know, it's ugly seeing him struggle to even like talk to this person. 
the entire time. She basically was like, oh, that'll have to wait till the third date. And he was like, oh, so is this our first date then? And she says, what? Because there was something happening. And then no, he's like, like, what? Yeah, what date is this? And she's like, what? He's like, oh, I said, um, what a beautiful day it is. And I was like, oh, God damn it. I want to <laughs> fucking strangle you, you motherfucker. You had it. You could have said, this is the fourth date. Let's fuck. <laughs> In that tone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. What's your ugly? <laughs> uh, my ugly is probably like. Do you hear that? Yeah, I do hear that. Yeah. Oh, I bet it's my sprite. Is it? Yeah. Okay. okay. Sorry. <laughs> live, sorry. baby. Live I'm and uncut. Sure you all didn't hear that, um, but we we were able to hear my sprite popping. It was really loud because it was right against the laptop. Whenever they uh, ask us, like, what was the highlight of this year in the podcast for you? I will have to say it's the moment Jesse had to listen for her sprite correctly. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Um. No. So when Warden Kane was saying that they don't deserve human rights, they don't deserve the justice system, they don't deserve to be treated as people. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I just that that's a really complicated topic to go into, but basically, I, I think that we can't lose hope that there's humanity in people, yeah. even the worst of people. Mm-hmm. I get you. I mean, that's part of the reason that I hate fucking Doctor Loomis so much. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> he's right about that one. That guy ain't. There's no redeeming Michael. He was a fucking old man, and he held on to that shit. <laughs> just saying all right what is your absurd um my absurd is how we have all of these different killers these are people that love to kill everybody mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. they all break up together and they suddenly are like but not you is it just because like you just don't kill another killer and then they all stumble they, they all follow um mental manny well, this and, whole uh, thing was being like a cult leader. Yeah, I know, but they all fall for it, really. Everybody just like doesn't question it. They all go along to this fun house and they're like, we have exactly. And also everybody has like the fun house is based off of them exactly. Yeah, Stitch Face arranged that. I know. It's okay. That, okay, I get that part. But the fact that they all go along with it, nobody like Rocco, you reason with him, really? That guy's going to reason. He doesn't say a single word the entire movie. All he does is grunt and kill people. Quint Howard, I can see. <laughs> He'll go along with anything. Um, and then they're like, okay, cool. We got a fucking cannibal here. Definitely it's not going to try and eat any of us, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, it's, I don't know. It's just, I, I don't see it realistically happening, but whatever. I check that shit at the door whenever I'm watching this shit. My I'm serious that the whole time watching this, all I can hear is Roger singing to be real because this the premise of this movie makes me think of the episode of American Dad where Stan wants his haunted house to be the best haunted house. Oh, yeah. So he brings in the serial killers and lets them loose. Oh, my God. It is almost exactly <laughs> like that. What do you know? I forgot all about that. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. that, that's that's what was going through my head the whole time. OK. It's like it was like in the background, just like hmm. him singing and dancing. <laughs> All right. Which isn't really an absurd of the movie, but. No, it's just an absurd thing that happened. It's how my brain works. Whatever, man. Ain't no rules here for that. All right. (laughs) What do you you rate it? Um, You know, I'm going to give this a seven. Seven? Okay, Mm -hmm. cool. Seven. Seven. I think I am right 
I'm right there with you. I think I'm at like six, seven, five. Because um, I did actually enjoy this movie a lot. I laughed at it for real a few times. Not like blowing air out of your nose laugh, but like actually like chuckling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought some of the kills were good. I mean, I like the characters. I don't know. There's a lot to love about this movie. There's a lot to enjoy. All right. That brings us up to a starting average of 6.825. Hey, okay. All right. So this movie starts off. Halloween night. Halloween night. A woman in a very obvious wig. Here's how obvious the wig is. As Travis turned to me and he said, is that a wig? If Travis can identify that somebody's wearing a wig, it's pretty obvious wig. Well, okay. I'm glad that it actually makes sense here because like in a few minutes, she's going to take it off. But like I thought for sure they're like, oh, they're playing this off as real hair. And then it does not look like real hair at all. <laughs> well, we've seen plenty of movies that do that. Yeah. I mean, as much as I love the zombie family, they... uh. Rob doesn't invest enough money in his wife's wigs. Oh, does she do wigs? Homie. Seriously? Oh, my God. No fucking way. I thought that that was her hair. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, okay, so uh, Robert England yeah. scolds a man. Also, the name of this facility is Statesville. Oh, yeah, Statesville. Yeah, very original. Uh, so Robert England scolds a man for sexual harassment because he's got looking down her blouse because <laughs> he wants to sexually harass her yeah yeah so she arrives and he warns her about the people there like okay you know about the people like jeffrey dahmer you know ted bunny he killed a man <laughs> a man now <laughs> <laughs> here's the uh, thing we watched this after day three of Scarefest, and we were both very delusionally tired and my note right here just says robert she's a reporter in a wig <laughs> that's all you need to know about the intro apparently but uh, he's like uh, those are guys that you know about but these are the guys that you don't these are the guys that you hear about during yeah. the campfire stories he was like if I didn't have pesky little things like laws and regulations I'd give each of these guys the X off the record of course yeah he's like off the record you do not say shit like that to a reporter even if you say it's off the record oh, yeah I was thinking about that like I'm, uh, if I if he told me that I'm totally reporting that Robert English says he wants to kill everybody in this building including me <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've got Jeffrey Ramsey's, a.k.a. Animal the Cannibal. He served customers to the customers yeah. when he was a chef. Animal the Cannibal. Can you imagine going to that restaurant, really liking your meal, raving about it to all of your family and friends, and then later it's revealed? I feel like we have seen so many movies where that happens here lately. Like, I mean, Motel Hell, that's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre mm-hmm. thing for sure. Uh yeah. Uh so next up we have Bradford Young mm-hmm. who is Dr. Suave. He is a dentist who believed not every tooth could be saved. Or any tooth really. It's like yeah. yeah. I mean honestly it reminded me of the dentist from yeah. this right here. I mean he just like drills your fucking face. Yeah, but cool. we didn't play Truth or Tooth. No, we didn't. Truth or Tooth is one of the most fucked up games ever. <laughs> no, you know what? Now that I actually think about it, this guy, he doesn't drill her teeth at all. He just takes like a giant drill and like through the back of the head. Yeah. He yeah. did. You know what? Um, Dr. Feinstein would be appalled at the lack of artistry Dr. Suave has. Yeah, exactly. Next uh, up. Yeah, Walter Harris, a.k.a. the taxidermist, a.k.a. Clint fucking Howard. (laughs) I wish that they would have said that, a.k.a. the taxidermist, a.k.a. Clint Howard. (laughs) Yeah, they said he's a master of his work. He specialized in a certain type of bird that I guess is hard to taxidermy. I wouldn't know. I know very little about taxidermy. Something uh, tells me that this guy 
is uh, friends with some certain lost boys. Mm. Yeah. Or their grandfather. That's what I'm saying. He's the grandfather. He's just so he got checked in. He went like I guess like he got blamed for all the deaths that night. So they're like, okay, he's a taxidermist. Throw him in there. <laughs> uh, okay, next up, Rocco the Clown. He was an underground wrestler that killed one too many opponents in the ring. I I would argue that one is one too many, but you know I don't know enough about underground wrestling to say what their regulations might be. Uh, it's not very good. <laughs> underground wrestling you see a lot of fucked up stuff happen like people thinking that they can do professional shit and they fuck themselves up hard a lot i'm surprised more people don't die doing that <laughs> uh and then uh Man- finally manuel dyer aka manny the prophet which is what he wants everybody to call him but everybody else calls him mental manny which is just kind of fucking rude a little bit um, but you know what don't give him the satisfaction but he is largest for the he is responsible for the largest mass suicide um he like there's like a flashback showing him lighting a woman on fire and telling her daughter that uh it's just death it's not that big a deal yeah don't get over it yeah Yeah. um and the reporter stares this man in the eyes as she like stumbles and acts like she's gonna faint so they uh warden kane robert england takes her to his office to you know get her some water talk to her uh get get her opinion now that she has heard their backstories Mm -hmm. do you agree now that these people should die and she's like well no not really um and she distracts him long enough to get her groat out Hmm. groat to the throat what's a groat it's like a like the little, the thing she used to kill him. It's like, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I, there's not a good way to describe that when you watch the fucking movie. I'm going to sound like a smart ass. <laughs> okay. It's been a few days, man. I don't remember it exactly. Okay. It's like, kind of like a wire and it goes around. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. there's got to be something like that. I just wasn't sure. Like, give me the technical Webster that shit. <laughs> okay. You know, ask him. We're going to Webster. No, don't worry about we're it. Webster. No. All right. So Robert England's dead. Robert, Garrett. no, Robert England's dead now. Blood shooting all out of his neck. He's fucked up. Uh, then she takes off the wig. And... It's a method of execution by strangulation. Oh, so it's not a thing then. I guess not. <laughs> okay. I thought Thank it could you. be a noun. Thank but, you. All right, we all learned a little something. <laughs> okay. So uh, yeah, she lets all of the people loose. So we see footage of them chasing all the security guards, and she's actually killing some of the people herself. She it's, shoots the dude that uh, was sexually harassing her earlier. It's a very wrong turn for. It is, yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I like it. I feel like it made it seem like there were a lot more people there than like what we than were led to believe. those five? Yeah, mm-hmm. but you know what? Uh, whatever. It's all of them now. <laughs> okay. Then we get a title card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we go to a POV shot of a sheriff arriving to a crime scene. The deputy is theorizing what happened very animatedly and as he's doing he corrupts the entire crime scene it's fantastic i love this a lot he's actually pulling out the weapons like so he smashed she smashed him in the head like this right here and then he's like falling over top of the body and then like at the end of it he's just kind of hovering there she's like please dismount the corpse yeah and she's like and you know when we run that for prince years are gonna be the first that pop up Honestly, the way he was so like vividly telling the story there, I'd be like, you know what? You might have done it. Like, yeah. It makes perfect sense. Your fingerprints are there. It's probably you. And then she 
is like, oh, well, actually, there's this and this and this and this. So it's probably only one perp and da 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 da. And it makes me think of when I come to my boss with a solution to a problem, I'm like, ha 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 ha. And she's like, you know, this could be way simpler. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I just got really excited by my idea. <laughs> it's fantastic. So, yeah, that, uh, they're, worrying about that right now. Meanwhile, we are over at Morgan, who is standing outside the back of the restaurant. Uh, he's trying to hype himself up to ask out Ori on a date, and throughout this whole time, he's being interrupted by... Um, no. Okay. He's being interrupted by, um, like, Christina? Yeah, yeah Christina, Christina and Jason just, like, having sex in the room next Very door. Very loudly. Yeah, but I love how the dialogue plays in perfectly. It's like, all right, you're just going to say, and then it's like, look, look, look my titties or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. But it was really funny. I liked it a lot. Yeah, and also here's the thing that you shouldn't be nervous about asking somebody out if you're a server. That's what servers do. Ask just, people out. Yeah, like they just no. It's it's like band. You know what I mean? Like everybody's doing everybody. You just got to just get in there. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. So, yeah, he goes in. He's got the grumpy customer. Oh, yeah. What's his name? Um, Charlie? Yeah, Charlie, yeah, it's Charlie. Yeah. yeah, he's this old dude that um, I guess he just, like, enjoys having a terrible experience at restaurants. He is that type that comes in all the time, complains about the same things every single time, and thinks he gets his way when really he doesn't. Yeah. Like... It's an old trick. Like, people come in, they complain about the air, and like, can you turn it down? Oh, yeah, sure. Come back out. All right, they're turning it down. It didn't actually get turned down. You're just getting placeboed. Exactly. Yep. Uh, so, like, he takes it back, takes the food back into the kitchen, and they get the crew back there. It's Jason, and I, don't, I never caught his name, but I'm going to call him Machete. Geraldo. Geraldo. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, they're back there. They're the cooks. And he offers to do the charlie special which if you've seen waiting it's pretty much exactly that which, scene. here's the thing though i have never seen this happen i've never ever ever seen this happen yeah we'll do things like lie about turning off the air or um if somebody says that their drink is too weak you like dip the edge of their straw in the alcohol so that way they think it tastes stronger seriously yeah oh shit <laughs> Yeah, corporate restaurants especially, like, you can't over-serve, so Damn. that's a good way to, like, trick somebody into thinking their drink you know, is stronger. I, working in the kitchen myself, the grossest thing I've ever seen was somebody dropping a bread to the sandwich on the floor and then looking down, picking it up and going, whoops, and then just continue making the sandwich. Yeah. That's pretty <laughs> appalling because kitchen floors can be nasty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It can be nasty. It's probably worse, honestly, than somebody spitting. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I guess it depends. I also saw way more fucked up shit than that back there. Just not in the like process of making food. <laughs> uh, okay, so anyway, they uh, learn about this haunt nearby that has mazes based on actual uh, crimes and serial killers, which makes me feel icky. Yeah, and we ran into this a little bit at Scarefest. There were a couple of booths that had a lot of like true crime stuff but not in a way like 
yay, I like true crime. Nah. Like, but <laughs> like, it's like, okay, in this game, you're going to play as Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, yeah. I don't want to play as Jeffrey Dahmer. What the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, you want to play as Ted Bundy, so you just kill a woman. Just one man. This <laughs> <laughs> woman, man. I don't know. Um, yeah, no. And I, you know what is even more funny? Like, Robert England at the beginning is like, yeah, you got nobody's ever heard of these people. They only hear about Ted Bundy and <laughs> Robert Dahmer. <laughs> oh my god and then like at this point right here they're like yeah we heard it like everybody knows about these coders we got a whole fun house dedicated to every single one of them we know every detail about everything that they've done it's just so like ridiculous like okay so it's not that secret then like why do they have to be in like the special prison yeah whatever it's not that important anyway we get two bonus uh sacrifices <laughs> Mm-hmm. that just pop up out of nowhere oh yeah these just two random dudes yeah. i don't know do they work there probably maybe i don't know maybe in the kitchen either it's way yeah. yeah they're like okay well we're definitely all going and they all decide to go so now we're going off to the fun house yeah and we cut to manny telling all of the killers that they're at their playground yeah um so the haunt owners are debating the ethics, kind of like what we just talked about. Like, hey, is it really cool to be doing this stuff? Yeah. It's based, like, you know, the, these were all local. The family still live here. It's kind of, you know, it's all upsetting. like really, yeah, it's really close, close to home. home. Exactly. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> um, as they're there, the cons are like checking their rooms and they're like getting upset about the inaccuracies. Like, Clint Howard goes, These aren't even taxidermy <laughs> tools. Yes. Yeah. And like, um, the chef is like, we're not a fucking cheesecake factory. I never would have given portion sizes this large. <laughs> yeah. I, I just liked those little moments of like, the, this is fucked up, but it's pretend because the movie is pretend. Yeah. Um, Like them having their dedication to their art. Their craft, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get it. It's funny. Um. um, So the actors start getting upset because they think they've been double booked and like they're having different reactions to the killers being there. Because they're like, uh, like the stitch face killer. She's like, I don't know what he told. I don't know what Dennis told you, but I'm being the stitch face killer tonight. Well, it doesn't go very well for her. Nope. And it goes, uh, I mean, it, it goes pretty badly for all of them. And at one point, Dennis walks into the office because his little um, PA system was going off oh, and Manny was speaking. By the way, Dennis, remember who he is? Malakar. Um, Malakar. Yeah, yeah, from Children of the Corn. He's and- still staying in a corn state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, he grew into his mouth. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so he comes in and there's a picture of Dennis with Manny's daughter, who is da 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 Stitch Face. Um, yep. So that doesn't go well. He, yeah. Uh, he gets. I think he gets killed here, right? Yeah. yeah and yeah. this is how we found out. This is how Stitch Face was able to like arrange the maze to be based off of all of those crimes. Yeah, because he's like, like she oh, influenced him. Yeah. It's like, oh shit, I've been having sex with her. He's like, yeah, you're really gonna tell me you're having sex with my daughter, and then <laughs> that does not go well. He dies. Yeah. Uh, we cut to a shot of kids telling urban legends about the killers, just because that's what you need on a movie like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically, because we didn't get the background on Stitch Face, they're saying it was this girl that used to take all of the popular girls, cheerleaders, whatnot, and would uh, stitch their eyes and mouth shut. Oof, yeah. It's a nice detail. Yeah. 
honestly, I think that's a pretty solid like background story for a killer. Yeah, exactly. I think so too. Um, radio DJs arrive. They're supposed to be like, it's supposed to be like a live event at yeah. the thing tonight. So they're going to be there um, kind of like in Halloween 6. Yeah, so what I was yeah. thinking of too. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, so they like get let in by Animal <laughs> the Cannibal. Um, so they get all set up there. Um, then from here, the fun house opens. Mm-hmm. Everybody's coming in. Uh, and then people are immediately dying in there. <laughs> and I love this because, um, which if you follow us on Twitter, then you know that I watched Hellfest and Peacock immediately was like, do you want to watch Terrifier? And I was like, I don't see how these movies go together, but yeah. Um, hmm. So I watched Ter- I watched Hellfest earlier this last week and where we had some reaction of like, is this real? Is this not? In this movie, it's the complete opposite where it was like, oh man, that's awesome. That's so gross. Ha ha ha. Yeah. And they're like Instagramming and Snapchatting no, and I vining. Like a, yeah, one guy's like, I'm vining this. And I'm like, because it's 2015. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. Uh, all right, so now we cut over to Deputy Doyle, and mm-hmm. he's playing the Super Nintendo, not the Super Nintendo, the original Nintendo Entertainment System mm-hmm. gun shooting game. Yeah. Which is awesome. I love seeing that. Um, he's having fun with it. He gets a call saying that there was a murder at the fun house, and he starts trying to get the information, but you know what? It's just a prank call. Yeah. Of course it is. It's like, who is it? It was your mama. <laughs> Boom. Got him. <clears throat> Um, Geraldo pieces out from his group because he's uh, waiting for his girlfriend to get off work. He's also too scared, he said. Like yeah. He owns up to it. He's like, I'm too scared for this shit. Can't do it. Yeah. Um. So the group goes in and they see the original clown die. The one that um, Rocco killed. Uh-huh. And they, Jason is vining it. Um, yep. <laughs> he's also vining the dentist kills and the taxidermist kills. And then they watch a stitch face kill as well. So they're like watching all this happen and think it's all like, you know, part of the show. Yeah. Um, they get through um, Jason and Christina go to the bathroom to do the do the sex. I like how her costume is sexy Hillary Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm watching the first season of Below Deck Down Under and I swear to God they're one of the uh stews does like a Marilyn Monroe show and she looks exactly the same as this character. oh really yeah I'll, I'll try and pull up a picture of it for you in a little bit okay that's funny <laughs> okay so yeah they go to the bathroom and they start having sex Very it's wildly. a fairly empty bathroom considering how crowded this uh well places I think a lot of the people are dead now <laughs> you know most of them have died or left so um, while she's in there, Stitch Face is actually lurking around in there too. Mm-hmm. She's she's watching. Mm-hmm. She's watching them through the cracks. Um, let's see. We've got the stoners are excited to go get funnel cake, and then Morgan and Lori are gonna go play games. Yeah. So that's where everybody split up. Here's the thing, though. We split up a lot in this movie, and then we come back together very quickly. There's no stakes to splitting up. That's true, yeah. It's just really to separate the two characters here, because this yeah. gives Morgan and Lori a chance to like, do the, oh, are they going to be a thing? badly. Yeah, really, really terribly. <laughs> um, so the deputy gets another prank call, or gets another call. This one's real, but he assumes it's another prank. Remind um, me of killer clowns from outer space. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, Morgan is flirting badly, and then all of a sudden the group is back together, except for Christina. And Jason starts to get a little bit worried about where she's at. But don't worry. We as an audience know where she's at. And she's in the bathroom um, getting fucked up by Stitch Face, but also fucking up Stitch yeah, Face. Yeah, she actually puts up a really good fight. I was really fight. rooting for her. I thought she was going to get her at one point. She's I like, you fucking... Ooh, you piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, I wanted her to last longer because I just her character in general was entertaining to me. Yeah. Um, but also I really like a character that will put up this much of a fight. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's nice not seeing them just be tossed around like a ragdoll yeah. the entire time. Yeah, like I'm always gonna harp on this, but Friday one where she just stands there for thirty seconds while the axe is coming at her. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. All right. So she does end up dying. Yeah. Either way. She- Coat, uh, coat hook to the throat. Yeah, it's pretty. That's a pretty blunt stabbing. Yeah, that's rough. It's not fun. Uh, all right. So the cop finds out Quinn was a freelance uh, therapist, mm-hmm. freelance reporter. No, freelance reporter. Yeah, right. And so that's the person that she that they found murdered at the original crime scene. Yes. So that's who. Eileen, aka Stitchface, was impersonating. They noticed at the crime scene that her eyes were stitched up. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they they're drawing the connecting the dots now. Yeah, um, Jason sees Christina moving through the house, and she runs to find her. She's in the classroom setup, which is Stitchface's room, and she's wearing a dunce cap, which is rude, even in the way dunce caps were used. But especially on like a dead body. She deserved an honorable death, not yeah. a dunce death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, they're, you know, kind of freaking out because she's dead. And then realizing that maybe some of these other uh, props in here aren't props and they're actually bodies. And then one of them starts like at them because you can't they're say more still because alive. their mouth is <laughs> yeah. shut. Yeah. Well, they, no, they, they rip it open. It wasn't stitched very well, apparently, because like they scream it open. And just wait till next month when we talk about that in software. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So they run outside to their stoner friends. Um, they, the group is back together once again. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Being they bulky. decide that they're going to run to the la- to the gates, but the gates are locked. Rocco comes by and he kills Randall. Randall, yeah. I got his name I at got the last his name moment. There, right there, it said Randall. I was like, okay, Randall, that's who it is. I still don't know the other dude's name. Yep. Um, the sheriff gets back to the police station and sees the deputy is taking the phone off the hook and she's like, hey, can't do that. Um, and she's like, all right, we got to we gotta take a road trip to Statesville. Mm-hmm. We got to see what's going on. Um, so meanwhile, over there, Morgan has managed to get across the gate. He's mm-hmm. climbed over it. Meanwhile... Uh, the other person. Oh no, no, never mind. So Jason dies here. Um, yeah, he gets like pushed up against the fence. Yeah, this is very um, Final Destination Four, just mm-hmm. slower. Yeah, and with like actual like intended force from somebody, yeah. <laughs> but uh, he gets like yeah shredded by that. Yeah, Morgan's gonna go run and get help. Lori manages to run away from Rocco and. She's going to try and take care of yeah. that herself. Because I think, isn't the other kid dead or is he alive? I don't know. Um, Which other kid? The yeah, the other stoner Yeah, he got killed too. Okay, yeah. So. Um, but we see Geraldo hasn't actually left the parking lot yet because his girlfriend's not off work. So while he's sitting there in his truck, he sees somebody dying. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, shit. Uh, yeah, good old machete. Um, Deputy. Oh, okay. So the deputy and the sheriff have found... The state of Statesville. Yes. Which said everybody's dead. So they're calling in for backup from the state. 
And um, as they're driving back, they find Morgan on the road, who's like trying to flag them down. And Deputy Doyle shoots him immediately. Do you think Deputy Doyle is supposed to be like a Deputy Dewey type I think situation? So. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I think so with that name, especially. It's really funny. Yeah. He just like shoots, and he actually like grazes his arm like mm-hmm. right away. Uh, so yeah, they uh, they stop and are like, oh, okay, he's actually not a bad guy. And then Morgan takes him and leads him to the fun house. Yeah, and Geraldo has linked up with them. Yeah. Um. So I think she kind of like somewhat deputized him because she gives him a gun. Yeah. 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 And Geraldo is like, I got a machete. machete. Yeah. Isn't it funny that he actually has like a real machete I know. with him? It's part of his costume. Taking a little bit too far, dude. <laughs> um. So Lori is in the dentist room and she ends up fighting him um i mean because like there was a guy in the chair and she was like kind of trying to save him and then dr suave comes after her and then they kind of gang up on him and they um they get him yeah they get him Mm -hmm. okay uh so they they decide to run off together um meanwhile up on stage Manny kills one of the DJs in front of the whole audience, and then he kills the other in front of the whole audience. And then he takes the mic and he's like, "You guys, this is all real." And everyone's like, "Woo!" Yeah. He goes, "No, you guys are actually like really fucked up. This is real. You guys have been cheering on for actual real death all day. Gotcha." <laughs> and they're still not believing it. Yeah, and so then, then the rest of the killers come out from behind him. He's like, "All right, go have fun, everybody. Go kill. You guys are going to realize here in just a second how real this is." Yeah, and then and then they do realize. Meanwhile, the sheriff has entered into the crowd. She sees Manny on the stage, and then she hears the siren music from Kill Bill. Oh yeah. Yep, yep. So, um, Doyle and the crew, um, the whole, like, the cops and Morgan and Machete. Yeah. yeah all of them. They all, all arrive. All them guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, Doyle tries to shoot Rocco, but he misses every single shot. Mm-hmm. So, Morgan shoots him, but he ends up hitting the dental guy. Oh, so the dental guy wasn't. No. The dental patient gets hit yes that's what happens um so geraldo tries to stab rocco um knocks him out for a minute so they can at least get away they find the taxidermist who has one of the haunt actors and they manage to kill him so they're like all right we're gonna plan to split up to take out the others morgan and Lori kiss before they leave mm-hmm, yep um yeah, how do they split this up again? So Morgan and Manny are going to go get the cannibal. Morgan and Machete, you mean? Machete, yeah, yeah, yeah. Slash Geraldo, whichever name you want to go by. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so they're going to go after the also, cannibal. can we talk for a minute? Yeah. <laughs> because I don't watch Doctor Who, but I know enough about Doctor Who to know that the character's name isn't Doctor Who, it's just the Doctor. And at, Wait, the, be- <laughs> at the beginning... <laughs> Of the movie, when Charlie is being a grumpus to Morgan at the restaurant, he's like, what are you supposed to be dressed as anyway? And Morgan says, Doctor Who. So you know what I'm going to say? Fake nerd. Uh, Well, okay. No, I get it. Doctor Who. The doctor. Yeah, he would say the doctor from Doctor Who. Okay. You know what? You're right. You called him. You got him right there. Yeah. It's kind of like how I always want to joke about us both being... About you dressing as Link and me dressing as Zelda and saying yeah. we're both Zelda. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I want to, but, like, that is, like, an intentional, like, joke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're not fake nerds. <laughs> uh, 
Um, all right, so yeah, all right, so they're gonna go get him. Um, Doyle gets, I guess, Rocco if he can find him, and uh, Lori's gonna go after Stitchface. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the sheriff gets like catches up to Manny and reveals, oh yeah, she's also his child. Because uh, it's not just one of those cults that recruits people. It's one of those cults that recruits and impregnates people. Uh, yeah, midsummer. <laughs> yeah. So um, she kills him. We don't even draw out this death, which I kind of like because she's just like, boom, mm-hmm. yeah, dead. But of course, that is witnessed by Stitchface who comes in and wants to kill his sister. <laughs> so they start fighting and there's a like mutual stabbage going on. You know, that, yeah. old, that old chestnut. Yeah, uh, except it only kills the sheriff. <laughs> but uh, whatever. Well, we don't know that yet. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Morgan and Gerardo both managed to kill the cannibal by cooking his face. Yeah, they grew his face. I, honestly, I kind of love a super ironic death like that, though. Yeah, I liked it. I yeah. thought it was enjoyable. They did a good job. I liked Manny's character. Why do I keep calling him Manny? I don't know. Um, I'm just getting them mixed up here. Um, I like Machete. I like this character, like the way that he like handled the fights a lot. Yeah. I like him as a character. I do too. He was a lot of fun. Um, uh, next up, Doyle shoots Rocco, mm-hmm. and uh, it doesn't kill him, but I guess it just slows him down. Um, but Rocco is this movie's like Jason Voorhees or Michael Myers. Yeah, like you can't stop him. Yeah, like you'll you'll shoot him, and then he'll get up here in the next little bit. Yeah, and then um, the cop, uh, the sheriff. Attacks Stitchface. So they've already yeah. Done this all is that. where they're yeah. This is yeah. where they're fighting. Like all of this is happening. We're cutting between scenes yeah. of everything. Um. So eventually they do have everybody. Yeah, everybody's deadish. And so the group is walking out, which right now consists of Morgan, Laurie, Geraldo, Doyle, and. and uh... That's it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So they're walking out, and as they're coming out of the gate, the state police are there, um, and Rocco follows them out, and Doyle's like, "Shoot him! Shoot him! Shoot him!" And the police are like, kind of, you know, frozen. Yeah. yeah, which gives Rocco enough time to go full Bane on Morgan. Yeah, he like picks him up and breaks his back, man. Like it's insane. I wonder what will break first. <laughs> Uh, so that's when, like, after he's like, okay, he fucked him up. So the cops just unload on Rocco. Yeah, and then Doyle takes the rifle and goes over there for a headshot. That's this a is another reason that dude. I think it's like hmm? a Dewey. Dewey moment. He's like, the head, the head, yeah, Dewey. Yeah. No, that scene was actually kind of cool because, like, this whole time Doyle's yeah, been like a goofy, like, like yeah, fuck this up to his character arc. Yeah, and then, like, he goes over there and he, like, goes point blank, shotgun to the face. It's yeah. really nice. Like, I- they did a really good job showing his character growth throughout because like, you know, he accidentally shoots Morgan, but then once him and the sheriff are split up and he realizes it's life and death, like he actually kind of starts coming up with plans for things. Yeah. So. I don't like seeing how upset that he got whenever he saw that the sheriff had also died. Like he's like, yeah. fuck. Yeah. Just storms off. Honestly, it was pretty well done. Yeah, it was. And that was one of the writers. Yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty good. Take notes, we will now. <laughs> uh, all right. So yeah, that's all good and done and he's dead um and then we get uh, stitch face 
getting well, yeah. you get the so sheriff. Lori, yeah, Lori is in the back of an ambulance, but she doesn't need like a full stretcher. She just does need medical attention. So she's going to take the ambulance to mm-hmm. the hospital and they bring in a stretcher and they're like, we got one more and it's the sheriff, quote unquote. But like you can see like there's a a bloodline all around her whole face. Yeah, face and looks I was a like, mm, that looks a little suspicious to me. Once again, um, face skin mask logic not fully following because she would have had to lay that on her own face like perfectly and it still would look probably a little bit off um i'm gonna say that's probably the biggest flaw with this movie for me yeah is is the face mask logic how that passes yeah yeah sure it's fine we're like we're getting a little loosey-goosey with physics here it's all good it's It's an all all, it's all in good fun because you know we get this moment of like uh oh Lori realizes what's happening because she was one of the few competent people the whole way through i like that though she sees like she's like okay that face looks weird and then she looks at the hand and you see like a blade slowly Mm -hmm. like coming out and then she screams and then it just cuts to credits for like 10 seconds and then we get a mid-credit scene yeah um it's like an ambulance wreck yeah so you see the aftermath and then after that you see stitch face crawling out the back yeah and she takes off the face and reveals it was her the entire time and then farther through the credits at the very end we see a line of body bags outside of Land of Illusion, which is just bleak. Yeah. Um, and then one of them sits up, and it's fucking Rocco. Yeah, he bursts his arms out, and he just starts screaming, yeah. and he's alive. He got a shotgun to the face, and he's alive, people. All right. And that's the very end of the movie. That's it. Okay. Uh, so do you want to change your rating at all? Actually, I think I'm going to bump it up to 725. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to put mine to 7. No, you know what? I'm going to do 7-5 because I think that this movie actually is pretty good. Like, did a really good job blending comedy and horror. Uh, the characters are awesome. I, I liked a lot of it, honestly. It's a really fun movie. I could see us watching this more often. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, that brings our average up to 7.375. Okay, pretty good. That's a good jump. Um, So Talia started off kind of sleepy. Um, but then at about the hour mark, she decided to roll over, show off her tummy, and she was just playful for the whole rest of the movie. Yep. She was feeling it. So I think Talia is going to give this a seven. Seven. For seven yep. pats on the tummy. <laughs> yeah. Once uh, Doyle started getting a little bit more cool, she's like, all right, I'm into this movie. Um, Zoe was in and out. She filtered. Yeah. It's I'd okay. say she it's probably okay. got at least half of the movie, so yeah. we'll count it for her. I'll count it. I'll allow it. We'll allow it. Okay. Who did you relate to? Um, let's see. So, like I said, I guess I kind of I related to Doyle in that moment where he was like, had this grand idea, thought he solved the case, and then, you know, some <laughs> just getting shot down a little bit. Yeah. Um, not necessarily that's not necessarily a bad thing you learn things as you go yeah no it was um, fine it was a human moment yeah yeah, yeah but i just uh, that moment where he's like oh <laughs> i related okay first of all i related to doyle also that scene where he's at the station playing the nintendo entertainment system mm-hmm. the gun game i think that that's really cool i think that that would be really fun to do if you just like small town you know like maybe the station's not busy all the time hook up the fucking game and let's just play some games while we wait for people to call in whatever yeah. um i also related to the two stoner kids whenever funnel cake was brought up they immediately <laughs> went to go run and get funnel cake and that i love you. funnel cake yeah <laughs> all right um so now dream sequel so okay. how would you want 
this to continue. We do see that we got two people left. Yeah, I was going to say, for sure we know Stitchface and Rocco are still there. Um, I think Stitchface is going to take over like her dad's reigns because she fully bought into the whole cult thing. But I don't think, I think it's going to be kind of like a Righteous Gemstones thing where she's always been set up to take over as the leader, but isn't actually, doesn't have the same kind of skill set. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe like a Amanda Jigsaw type thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I could see it, yeah. Um, She's, I guess, she goes and gets Rocco. Yeah, I was going to say, and Rocco's going to be kind of the driving force of her realizing that this might not be her... I um I want the next set of she recruits another set of killers this time and this time it's a different set like you get like people that are like paranormal I no I want it to be like petty crimes and she's trying to urge them into like harder crimes <sighs> okay that could be fun I think that there's a lot of fun potential with that there is she, okay she takes people that do that and she tries to mold them into those like stere- like those types those archetypes of ki- uh, killers. So she she was like wants to make somebody a taxidermist. She like makes somebody that's like vegan become a cannibal, <laughs> <laughs> you know, something like that. Yeah. I think that could be fun. Yeah, I think yeah, there's a lot of potential with that. Yeah, I like that a lot actually. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, all right, new tagline because this one needs one. <laughs> yeah. Um. Mm, let's see. Um. Okay. This is Fun. one killer um, Halloween haunt. <laughs> uh, Funhouse massacre. One killed one man, killed one woman. <laughs> How about Funhouse massacre? Ted Ted Bundy killed a woman. <laughs> <laughs> that would be bad taste, right? That would yeah, be bad. that would probably be in bad taste. How about Rocco killed a woman? <laughs> It could be Rocco, it could be Manny, it could be uh, Clint Howard. Clint Howard, Clint Howard killed a woman. Just they, what they all got their character names with Clint Howard. Just Clint Howard, <laughs> of course, yeah. Oh, you know, what? I want that to be the actual tagline: the Funhouse Massacre. Clint Howard kills a woman. And I think if that ever got back to him on social media, we'd be on a shit list. All right, killed a man, like killed a person. Let's just say that. Let's just say, <laughs> like it's a factual statement, like. <laughs> the Funhouse Massacre. By the way, did you hear Clint Howard killed a person? No. <laughs> yeah. No, that's it. That's it. We're no, not. No, they that's kill- it. What if it's just like they killed a woman? They killed. <laughs> no. It's got to be Clint Howard. No. I do not sign off on that. <laughs> All right. CH. No. <laughs> that could be anybody. That could be Charlie Hester. Did you drink some of my cough syrup before we No. <laughs> this is all genius right here. This is all fantastic. Come on. Okay, fine. They killed a man. They killed a woman. I don't know. They killed a woe parentheses man. It could the be either parentheses way. would be over the woe. <laughs> okay, fine. Whatever. You write this shit. You, you know what? They killed a person. They, they killed a person. Fine. Jennifer dumped me. <laughs> All right. They killed a person. Funhouse Massacre. They killed a person. Okay. You know what? That's fine. That'll That's be fine. fine. It's not as good as Clint Howard killed a man. <laughs> But you know what? That's a compromise. That's how you do it right there. <laughs> and it's equally as factual. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay. <laughs> Internet reviews. Okay. All right. So we both liked it. <laughs> so I'm going to read the one. I've got two of them here, so I'm going to read the bad one. Okay. All right. So uh, one out of ten, just bad. 
horribly stupid jokes, bad acting, horrible dialogue, lame actors. This movie tried to be comedy and horror and pretty much missed the mark on both. Lowest form of humor, re sex slash political jabs, along with just gore for the horror. The scariest thing about this movie is losing 90 minutes of your life watching this drivel. Geared toward Im- immature high school aged people the best. Um, That best. I don't know. I don't really think it's like immature humor. I think it's actually pretty well written. And yeah. it's like some of the scenes aren't like stupid goofy. Like I thought that the Doyle like crime scene one was really like well yeah. done. Like that was like good comedy. That's not even like that a horror like, comedy. Yeah, it was good. Like that was good acting all around. Too, yeah, it was. That scene. Cause, uh, it was a one shot. Yeah. yeah. Like and the it, a lesser actor couldn't have pulled it off. No, for well. sure. So yeah. I'm curious I, to see if he's done anything else. But Which however, again speaks to the acting of this. So yeah. Was, yeah. I will say though, like obviously we're big fans of horror comedy. Yeah. In this house. Um I do know that some people they just want to watch a scary movie and be scared. Some people don't like horror comedy. That's their right. I'm not gonna tell them they're wrong for feeling that way. And definitely this isn't gonna be the movie for you if that's how you feel. I would suggest something more along the lines of like maybe haunt. Yeah, haunt but, would be way more up your yeah. alley for that. Um or Hellfest. Hellfest, mm, they might not like so much because of teenagers and a lot of like uh, high school ad living. Yeah. yeah, they don't like high schoolers. This person yeah. doesn't. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think Haunt would probably be more more up your alley if you're somebody that wants this kind of a vibe but doesn't want all of the comedy to go along with yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. That's a good point for sure. Uh, I agree with all of that. All right. Let's do reviews. Okay. All right. We got a couple from y'all. So we will start off with joe our friend joe from flyover state of fear okay he says this is why we have to specify joe's exactly we we know a lot of joe's this shows on the podcast every now and then and not not a one of them is your average joe no (laughs) they're not uh all right so this joe uh he says one of my absolute favorites and you know what this is very true because i I've had many conversations with him and I've seen him bring this up and I've heard him bring this up many times. Um, I think they've even covered this on their show too. But yeah, um, honestly, I can see how this could be like a like a favorite for this time of year, especially oh, yeah. like if you're wanting to like watch something seasonable. It's just like, fun. Yeah, it is. It is like it doesn't even have to be Halloween. It's just bonus factor for it actually being a Halloween movie. All right, and then the final review was from our buddy, Michael Lee Howard. It says, um, I feel like I need a whole movie or a whole new genre of horror. Just fun. This horror comedy was not perfect. Some of the kills were fun. The dark comedy was fun as well. I love the almighty Robert England in another fun role. The story and cast were decent as well. I think this movie isn't a perfect horror movie, but it is just so much fun. Seven out of ten. All right. Yeah, I think that's a good take right there. And that's like yeah. what we rated it, almost like seven. And I literally, when I said it's just fun, I hadn't read his review. Oh, yeah. So I did not know that's how it was going to start off. Really, it is, though. Yeah. I mean, it's just a fun movie. It's a fun premise. It's got like really enjoyable characters to watch and follow. Uh, good set pieces. I don't know. I liked it a lot. I think... And the deaths are like they're final. Yeah, and they're good, too. Yeah. Like the whole stitch face thing, like Ugh. stitching somebody's face is pretty upsetting to see. Dennis, you know, that shit is always freaky. He gets a couple of good moments. It's like when we bought the dentist one and two at Hastings and the person checking us out was like, 
yep, that's a horror movie, all right. And oh, you're yeah. like, oh, have you seen it? And she's like, no, I just hate going to the dentist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. Just fun. Okay. All right. So that's it for our listener and all those reviews. And that's actually it for this week's episode. So that was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed talking about this movie. I enjoyed watching this movie. Um, all right. So we... We have nothing to announce for you guys. Not for nothing. Not for next month. To be coming out this weekend. We don't know what that's going to be yet. Mm -mm. And next week is November. We don't know what that's going to be yet. We do know a Patreon episode is going to come out though. Patreon will be out for budget tier patrons, which you can be one if you want to. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're going to cover Scream Queens. Yeah. The TV show, the Hulu TV show. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're wondering about the VH1 reality-based competition show don't worry we're we, very aware of that as well <laughs> we'll and actually we be talking plans about with it. that yes yeah well was with saw coming up for sure mm-hmm. and, but you know maybe something else i don't know so um yeah just kind of stay tuned to our socials to, if you want to know what movies we're going to be talking about yeah um yeah. maybe yeah maybe we'll announce it on to be or not to be maybe we'll have a plan by them all right yeah you do the socials this week because I'm, okay. I'm losing it. <laughs> All right. So you can find us on uh, social media. We have a Twitter, which is Least Faith Pod. That's also our Blue Sky or Blue Ski social, Least Faith Pod. We're on Instagram and threads, Least Favorite Scary Movie Podcast. We have a Facebook, What's Your Least Favorite Scary Movie? We have a website, What's Your Least Favorite Scary Movie.com, where you can find all of our shit there. We are, uh, oh, we would also like to shout out our patrons, which are Joe. Freaky Chad. As is his full name. Eric and Vivi of Shaken Not Scared. You went out of order and I'm all messed up. <laughs> it's okay. okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Amber and Michael. So thank you guys so much. We really appreciate your all support. It means a lot to us. Um, we would also appreciate if you guys are not able to support through Patreon, we also appreciate getting reviews on our apps whatever app that you listen on we Mm -hmm. also like the reviews if those get dropped because they're they're nice to read and they help um and also you know subscribing helps a lot too so if you can do that on whatever app you're listening in we would greatly appreciate that we're like bumping on facebook lately i noticed that i don't know what that is but like we got a five out of five over there so oh that's from the dr hubuga that guy he left like a gibberish review i read that on one of our episodes it was weird <laughs> yeah but surely some of the other few hundred followers over there oh no maybe at some point that's that's also yeah, possible yeah. too i, just, I don't know i just remember we had that long ago that five star we've, yeah. we've been five star for a minute there because of dr what's his face yeah um, um but yeah so okay. there's there's places. Yeah, there are places and things. Yes. And we appreciate all of it. Yes. So. And now that Scarefest is over, um things like things, this probably won't happen. They're gonna calm down a little bit, hopefully. Yeah. Yes, for sure. So that's what we're hoping for. Yeah. Um yeah. So looking forward to November. Yes. Looking forward to We hope TV. everybody's had the best spooky month. Yeah, hope this Halloween is gonna be great because uh yeah, it's gonna be Halloween soon yeah next Less week than a week yeah all right gear up for it everybody yeah all right we will see you guys later all right bye, bye.